I put the laundry in, walked right here to my mother's bedroom and told them, I think there's fire. Before they could figure out what was happening, Rosie Ramos and her family found themselves trapped in their New York City apartment. They were on the 15th floor and a fire was burning 12 stories below them, but it felt like it was right next door. The smoke and the screaming and the yelling and the grass breaking and just trying to figure out when are we going to get out, if we were going to get out. The smoke from the January 9th fire killed 17 people inside Rosie's building in the Bronx. It was the worst fire in New York City in more than 30 years, and Rosie feared the worst. But as her mother calmly prayed, God's presence was with them. I'm Phil Fleischman. And I'm Christy Etheridge. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. This is the second episode in our series, God's Presence in Disaster. Today, we'll meet the Ramos family and hear the first half of their two-part story. Christy often writes GPS episodes, but this week and next, you will hear her as my co-host as she shares about her visit with the Ramos family. You'll also hear from Billy Graham. Are you prepared to meet God? If a fire broke out here tonight and there was a panic and you were caught in it, are you prepared? Are you ready? You'll hear Billy Graham explain how you can be prepared to face death without fear a little later in the episode. But if you'd like to know more about how you can have peace with God right now, go to findpeacewithgod.net. That's a safe space to ask questions and find out what the Christian faith is all about. The address again is findpeacewithgod.net. GPS. God. People. Stories. Okay, so this is a downstairs of my apartment. So what got covered all with smoke, it felt like there was a fire in here. Rosie Ramos has lived in the same apartment building in the Bronx her entire life. I've been here 46 years. I was born and raised here. She used to live down on the third floor, but as her family grew, they moved to a bigger unit on the 15th story. And that's where Rosie still lives with her parents, Milagros and Pedro. Now, Christy, you met up with the Ramos family in person since you also live in New York City. Yeah, I live in Brooklyn, so I rode the subway about an hour and 15 minutes up to East 181st Street in the Bronx, and the Ramos family welcomed me into their home with so much love and kindness. It's been probably the worst two months of their life, but they were so gracious. Mm, Could you still see signs of the fire? Yeah, for sure. The third floor windows are boarded up after being smashed, presumably by the fire department as they put out the fire. And the smoke traveled through the building because some doors were left open and it was deadly, particularly on the 15th floor. So when I got off the elevator, there was still a faint smoky smell and these big air purifiers were humming away in the hall. So this is my bedroom. Um, As you could tell, my towels are white. You see the black spots? Those are damage from the smoke. That doesn't come out. Rosie and her parents have a two-story unit. So you enter their home on the upper level, and the living room is straight ahead. There are stairs immediately to the right, which lead down to the bedrooms. That's where the family was trapped and where their faith was tested. And because their faith is a crucial part of this story, we're going to start there with Rosie. I lost my faith when I was seven, when my grandmother died. I was very young, and I was very angry, very hurt. I was very oh, disobedient. 
Um, I was very mischief. I did a lot of bad things in my life. You know, as an angry child, I didn't know how to confront. But I knew of Christ. My grandmother brought us up in the church. Rosie's family immigrated to New York from Puerto Rico in the 1950s. This is Rosie's mom, Milagros. I was born in Puerto Rico. Yes, I came here when I was 13 years old to the Bronx. Today, Milagros is 81 years old. Her husband, Pedro, is also from Puerto Rico. He's 71. They wanted to raise Rosie and her siblings in the Christian faith, but like Rosie mentioned, she lost her way when she was just seven years old. I was just blinded, I guess you could say, by the enemy with my anger. Rosie said she was out in the streets, drinking, smoking, and getting into trouble. Then she became a teen mom, and all the while, anger raged inside of her. Then God broke through. Rosie was in her early 30s and had four children by then. Even though I didn't go to church, I made sure my kids went to church every day with my mother. I would get the money and send them to church. They had to know about Christ, even though I didn't go. And even though I wasn't a believer, I made sure my kids were brought up and that they went and they were in church. Of course, Milagros was hoping and praying her daughter would come back to Jesus. But Rosie had no interest in going to her parents' church. So when a youth pastor there started a new church nearby, Milagros kept mentioning it to Rosie. Me and my mother got into it. And I was like, I, I was like, oh, and you're supposed to call yourself a Christian? I don't want to go to church. Not long after that, Rosie got another invitation to check out the new church. This time, she was in a group, including her children and her sister's family. They were like, hey, you want to walk down a block and go check out that church? I was like, okay. <laughs> so we just got up and we just went and it was, a, it was actually um, Bible studies. It was a Tuesday, I will not forget, and um. We walked into the church and it was just like, that's where God wanted us to be at. All those years of running away from God, all those years of rebellion and anger and hurt met their match that day. It's one of those things that can't be explained except to say that the Holy Spirit changed Rosie's heart. As soon as I got through that door, uh, I, as soon as I got to the front of the door, I just started to cry. Like a baby, the Holy Spirit just had his way with me. And I made it all the way to the front. They sat us down and um, I was like, okay, God, speak. Rosie sensed God's presence with her in the church. And she knew she had to do two things, forgive and be forgiven. And once I said, I forgive and I let it go, I was a new person. I had to let all that anger, all that hurt, everything away. I mean, and like I said, God is still dealing with me. And, you know, I, I, you know, we all have our days, you know, where we fall and we tumble. We're not perfect. Um, I ask for my forgiveness. I dust myself off and I keep trying again the next day. Rosie made that decision to surrender her life to Christ 15 years ago. And her ongoing trust in him would be put to the test in a profound way on a cold Sunday morning in January of this year. That's when the deadly fire broke out a dozen floors below her apartment. She knew her soul was safe in God's hands, but that doesn't mean she wasn't scared. She was afraid, not just for herself, but for her parents. And most of all for her granddaughters, two of them had slept over Saturday night, Juliet, who's six, and Alice, who's two. With the little ones there for the day, Milagros and Pedro were going to watch church on TV that morning, but their plans were interrupted when their apartment began to fill up with smoke. We were actually trapped. I grabbed everybody because we couldn't get out. There were five family members in the apartment, all trapped in one small bedroom as smoke was pouring in. 
But in the midst of the fear, at least one of them was unusually calm. That was Rosie's mom, Milagros. And let's just say she's a force to be reckoned with. I don't mess with nobody and nobody messes with me. Like her daughter, Rosie, Milagros has lived in the same building for 46 years, in good times and in some pretty rough ones. The Ramos family said the neighborhood has changed a lot since they moved into their brand new high-rise in the 70s. Now there are gangs nearby, along with all the issues that come with them, and it would be easy to be fearful. Especially if you're a little 81-year-old woman, but Milagros isn't afraid of anyone. They know I'm from church. This is the spiritual lady. So they, I have never had no problem with that. No, I have never had no problem in this building with nobody. Milagros is quick to say that her fearlessness is rooted in Jesus Christ. And those roots run deep. She was raised Catholic and had hoped to become a nun. But then when her mother became a Protestant Christian, Milagros followed soon after. She would tell me, you have to go to church. You have to accept Jesus like your Savior. I went to, to visit just to see what my mother kept telling me. And uh, I became, a, um, I accepted Jesus as my Savior, yes. That was more than 60 years ago. But five minutes with this woman will show you her love for Jesus and her trust in him has only grown stronger through the decades. For example, about a week or two before the fire, Milagro sensed that God was calling her to pray about something that would be coming her way. I, I pray because every day I'm, I'm a prayer person, but I started praying more. And the Lord kept waking me up at three o'clock in the morning and I would pray to five or six in the morning. So Milagros is praying more than ever, believing something significant is coming, but not knowing what it is, just trusting God to reveal it in his timing. About three or four days later, I had a dream that I was looking out the window in my room and the, the, there was fire in the bottom of the building. The Lord kept uh, showing me things about uh, the, the vision and speaking to me. And one thing he said, don't worry, there's nothing going to happen to your family. That's, so I was... I was nervous. I knew something was coming. What was it exactly? I didn't know. But I was always come and say, Lord, you are with me. I am your servant and I trust in you. I am your servant and I trust in you. Now, remember at the beginning of the story, we heard that the Ramos family used to live on the third floor of the building. In Milagros's dream, their old apartment was the one on fire. She didn't know what to make of it at the time. And less than a week later, the fire broke out inside of their old unit on the third floor. And when the smoke was threatening their lives 12 stories up, Milagros says she wasn't afraid. She was prepared. She had been praying continually, and she kept on talking to God while they were trapped. She experienced God's presence in the midst of disaster. But I kept saying, Lord, it's up to you. I'm your servant. I don't have no idea what this is happening, but you take care of it. And like I told you, I heard that voice when I came up and said, nothing is going to happen to your family. So I knew 100% because he had never failed me. He never fails me, believe me. He has never failed me. Milagros Ramos wasn't afraid, even as her building was burning. 
She believed her family would be unharmed by the fire, and she knew that her soul was safe in God's hands regardless of what might happen to her body. Coming up in just a moment, you'll hear a preview of next week's episode as Rosie describes the moment she realized the fire was threatening her family. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Are you prepared to meet God? If a fire broke out here tonight and there was a panic and you were caught in it, are you prepared? Are you ready? Billy Graham. There's going to come a moment sometime, somewhere when you're going to have to face God. Physical death is just the death of the body because the spirit lives on. But if your spirit that lives in your body lives on and is away from God for eternity, what a terrible tragedy. Now God has a rescue plan and his rescue effort is centered in the person of his son, Jesus Christ. That's why Christ came. That's why he died on the cross. That's what the cross is all about. Because of Jesus Christ's death on the cross, you can be prepared to face God at the end of your life. Jesus' death paid the penalty for your sins. Now it's up to you to confess your sins and ask God's forgiveness. When you do that, you can know that God will welcome you into heaven when you die. We can tell you more at findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. On this episode of GPS, you're hearing the Ramos family's first-hand account of the deadly fire that broke out in their Bronx apartment building earlier this year. In next week's second and final part of the story, Rosie and her family describe exactly what happened when they realized they couldn't escape their apartment. So I had to run and grab the baby. And I was like, Ma, it's, it's bad. I think it's on this floor. So I ran and I grabbed the baby and I said, go to the room. This is the room that we was trapped in. We was trapped in here. We're so grateful to the Ramos family for sharing their story with us. It's not an easy one to tell. And we want to take a moment before we close out this episode to ask you to pray. Yeah, 17 people, including children, lost their lives in the fire. As Christy said, would you take a minute to pray for the families who are continuing to suffer after losing their loved ones? And would you also pray for everyone who's still waiting to be relocated to a new home two months after the fire? Mm-hmm. We'll continue our series, God's Presence in Disaster, next week. I'm Christy Etheridge. And I'm Phil Fleischman. This is GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Thank you.